Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, presented by Whelan, also brought to you by Hercules Tires. Now, with the latest NASCAR local, regional, touring, and international racing news and views, here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. I'm Hannah Newhouse in our Concord, North Carolina location, joined, as always, by Kyle Rickey. And Kyle, the Arc Menard Series went out west to race in the desert of Phoenix, and it was Michael Self looking to find his way back into victory lane. He'd done it before for the ARCA West Series, but unfortunately was unable to get it done. And one of the young guns found his way into victory lane. Yeah, that young gun, Chandler Smith, uh, taking advantage of some of those late race caution flags. In fact, I believe with like 25 or 30 laps to go, he wasn't even in the top five or six. Uh, spent most of the uh, day in the latter half of the top 10, but still a good run. Stayed out of all the issues. Eight caution flags slowed the event. And it was Chandler Smith claiming the win over Michael Self, whose uh, consistency uh, remains strong to start the season after winning in Daytona. Ty Gibbs finished in third, Tanner Gray fourth. Zane Smith rounded out the top five using that race to get a little bit more seat time uh, for the NASCAR Xfinity Series race later in the weekend. But overall, a wild race. I think a very successful debut for the Arkham Menard Series at the Phoenix Mile. That's definitely one of my favorite racetracks that the ARCA cars do go to, so I'm looking forward to them going there again in the fall as well. Uh, Ty Gibbs was definitely upset with that third-place finish. He's got a lot of good runs ahead of him, but Sam Mayer, someone I want to talk about there, he won the East opener and then won the West opener and looked to continue that streak at Phoenix. Unfortunate break for him, was not able to get that done. A rough night for him and quite a few other drivers, but Chandler Smith, a great victory for him adding to the impressive resume he already has with Venerini. Uh, we'll talk to him after the break, but getting ready to go racing again with the ARCA East at Pensacola just shortly. But before then, Michael Self leads the ARCA points now over Haley Deegan. Haley Deegan is quickly making a name for herself in the ARCA series. Yeah, started out strong last year in her uh, first full year in the West. In fact, won the dirt race and led the points until their second event of the season, which was like six weeks later. So she was the point leader for, for about a month, a little more than a month, and right now is in contention for the championship. Again, we're still only a couple of races into this 20-event series that's uh, going to be contested on road courses and short tracks and speedways and dirt tracks. So long way to go, but a good start for Haley, just 12 points behind Michael Self, Drew Dollar, 20 points back in third, Tanner Gray fourth, and Thad Moffitt rounding out the top five, only separated by 26 points. Uh, heading to their next season, the next season race in Salem here in a couple of weeks. And correct me if I'm all wrong, but two through four or two through five are all DGR Crosley entries, correct? Uh, looking at them quickly here, I believe you're right. There's yeah. a DGR Crosley connection with all four of them. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good strong run for them to be able to go full time this year in the ARCA series and contend with the powerhouse of Venerini. But like we said, we'll have Chandler Smith on after the break here shortly. But also over the weekend, the Cars Tour kicked off their super late model and late model stock campaign for the 2020 season at Southern National Motorsports Park. And the 2019 super late model champion, Matt Craig, picked up right where he left off, 
off capturing not only the win, but an extra $5,000. A great place to go and run Southern National Motorsports Park. Have you ever been there, Kyle? I have not. Um, Every time I wanted to go, it either rained or snowed, and it's a long drive uh, from where I used to live in in Charlotte. It's like, what, three or four hours. So, um, yeah, those are weather issues each time, but looks like a great facility. Yes, it's definitely a a top-notch facility that Mike Diaz and the crew run over there. But the Cars Tour, now underway. They have more late-model stock races than they do super late-model races. But uh, Taylor Gray captured that late-model stock portion of the weekend. Uh, Their campaign now underway. One of the big races that they do host is at Orange County. Big purse payout for both the super late-models and the late-model stocks. Draw some big names in racing. But also over the weekend, some sad news did break. We had lost another racing legend. Uh, Gone too soon, Kyle. It's like the hits keep on coming, uh, especially for the short track world. Uh, David Rogers uh, passed away over the weekend after his year-long bout with cancer, 64 years old. Uh, The 1994 NASCAR Wheeling All-American Series champion, uh, 33 starts in the Snowball Derby, more than anybody else. Track championships at most of the Florida short tracks, including New Smyrna Speedway, Volusia Raceway Park, Orlando Speed World. Uh, won all the big races at New Smyrna, you name them, the Red Eye 100, the Governor's Cup, the Orange Blossom 100, uh, the Pete Orr Memorial, and of course picked up the World Series uh, of Asphalt Racing Championship on several occasions. In fact, he would return to racing just last December at the Snowball Derby and made his final start just last month at the World Series of Speedway Racing in his super late models. Uh, Gone too young, just 64 years old, and no doubt he will be missed in short track racing across the country, and especially down uh, south where where he called home. The racing community really gathered over the weekend, sharing pictures and memories of David Rogers. Many of the top uh, levels of racing have memories with David Rogers in their short track days. So David will be missed for sure. But when we return here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, we'll dial up the winner from Phoenix this past weekend, Chandler Smith, and talk to him about his win. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Wheeland and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. The Arc Menard Series visited the West Coast to battle it out in the desert of Phoenix over the past weekend. And Chandler Smith took his success out to the desert as he collected yet another win in the Arc Menard Series. And we've got him on the guest line now. First off, Chandler, thanks for coming on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Yep, I appreciate you guys inviting me. We talked about it a little bit in the pre-show. It was Quite a wild ride uh, on, I believe, Thursday or Friday evening for that race. Cautions fell after cautions, and it wound up in your favor. Talk us through that race and eventually how you found your way to victory lane. 
yeah, your guess would be as good as mine is how I found my way. No, I'm just kidding. But, yeah, the race overall was a, it was a good race. I enjoyed racing the ARCA car out there in Phoenix, Arizona. Our car was definitely off due to my poor judgment and practice, but my team and everybody did a great job on pit road, and Billy did a good job on making a strategy there for the end of the race, and we got our car just good enough there at the very end for us to be able to hold off everybody at the very end to get the win. For those watching this show, they're watching some of the highlights of the event, which includes a restart uh, that we saw a lap ago that you guys fanned out. It seemed like about six wide up the front straightaway. Any close calls for you during the race? We talked about the number of caution flags and caution laps that were the run on top of those restarts. Uh, any close calls? I would honestly say the only close call that was for me was when I, when I took the pass for the lead on the outside on the caution when I started off uh, fourth and went to the outside going into Moyne on the outside of the 17, and I believe Zane Smith. I would say it was the only closest calls I had all night, to be honest with you. It was a pretty clean race for me. Yeah, and an exciting race it was if you guys watched it on FS1. Um, one of the things that I think is cool is for the starts that you have, your record shows pretty good. You've got a lot of wins, but this is the first time that the ARCA series has came out to Phoenix. How special was it to you to get to add not only a West Coast win, but the first time that the ARCA Menard series has been to the West Coast to your resume? It was big for me, and it was huge for my team. It was the first time Venturini Motorsports even went out west as well, more or less the Phoenix Raceway. So uh, them being out there for the first time, picking up their first win on the West Coast, and also at the first time uh, ARC has ever been to that track was a pretty big deal for me and the team. 21 starts in the series over the last couple of years, eight wins, which is an incredible record over 21 starts. What's been the biggest key to, to finding success so early in, in these style race cars on a, in a series that runs all different types of racetracks? Uh, that's a good question because, to be honest with you, to be successful in the ARCA series, and for, in my own shoes as well, it comes with a lot of things. It comes with being consistent, knowing your tools, thinking outside of the box is a big one for me, but uh, just keeping an open mind about situations and stuff. Every time that any situations went bad for me, if I kept my calm, Somehow we always ended up in victory lane that night. It's, just, it's amazing to me. So, I think it's so cool. I followed your uh, racing career. I mean, since late models and then up into ARCA cars, and now you ran a select truck schedule for KBM. Um, you're still so young. Did you ever think that at your age you would be racing for powerhouse teams like Venerini and Kyle Busch Motorsports? Yeah, I mean, it's still it's still crazy to me. I'm just. I live in a town that's population's real small, and I'm a small-town hero, and everybody praises me if I ended up winning a race. So it's really cool for me. I'm just over the hill from Dawsonville where Chase is, and they do the same thing for Chase that, um, that my town does for me. So it, it's just really cool considering that I come from a really small town, a small family, and um, I'm just really grateful for where I am. What's your schedule look like? You weren't in Daytona. You won Phoenix. Next up is is the uh, April 19th race at Salem Speedway for, for the Arkham Menard Series. What's your schedule look like here uh, for 2020? Yeah, I'm going to be competing in most of the showdown races, I believe. And KBM just released my schedule about a week ago. And I got uh, Richmond is going to be my first truck race. It's the day before the Salem Arca race. So I got to jump on a flight and get to Salem so I can make the race for the next day. But I got a pretty full schedule for me this year. I'm going to be doing some super late model races as well. Those are the weekends that you really hope Mother Nature plays in your favor. 
<laughs> oh lord yeah i didn't even think about that yep yep well i just i just put that one in there for you sorry what does your late model schedule consist of if you don't mind me asking obviously um late model fan over here as well do you have any plans on running big races such as the derby or the winchester 400 you know i'll be there <laughs> love to hear it love to hear it. awesome chandler well thank you so much again for coming on nascar coast to coast again congratulations on your win and best of luck on this busy season you have ahead of you I appreciate it, and you guys have a good night. Hey, thank you as well. That was Chandler Smith, your winner this past weekend in Phoenix in the Arkham Menard Series. But when we return, we'll dial up Matt Craig, the winner from Southern National Motorsports Park, in the Cars Tour opener. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There, you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Wheeland and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. The Cars Tour Late Model Tour kicked off their season this past weekend at Southern National Motorsports Park, racing both the Super Late Models and the Late Model Stocks. And Matt Craig, the 2019 champion, picked up right where he left off, and he joins us now on the guest line. Matt, first off, thanks for coming on NASCAR Coast to Coast, and congratulations on your win this past weekend. Yeah, thank you all for having me on. Yeah, we had a really good weekend this past weekend. Did you guys think that you were going to – start the season off such a quick I know Southern National is a good racetrack for you but to be able to collect a win early on in this season what confidence does that carry into the rest of the year yeah I mean starting off the year with uh two wins in a row is really really awesome guys gave us a lot of confidence confidence and uh, momentum to carry on for the rest of the beginning of the year you mentioned those two wins, the Thanksgiving Classic, which was actually made up a couple of weeks ago. We'll talk more about that in a moment. And then the Cars Tour opener a little bit ago, a couple of days ago. 150 laps, you let them all. Um, it looked easy on paper. How was it behind the car? And, and how much did the car balance change over the course of 150 laps and, and some of those hurdles you had to overcome? Yeah, man, uh, the car was really good. You know, um, the Super Late Mile racing these days, you really got to, take your time in the beginning and really, you know, ride almost feels like caution speed for a while just to save those uh, rear tires. And, uh, you know, the whole uh, the whole field was riding pretty slow, and uh, we were able to save a lot of tires and keep uh, the track position, you know. And then, you know, the car felt good the whole race, and then we had a caution with about 30 laps to go, and uh, we just had tons of grip, and the car was great, and we were able to pull away and, and get the win. Now, you guys had a successful season last year. You're off to a good start this year. What goals have you set for yourself? You have multiple late model championships, tons of big wins to your names. What goals do you guys have for 2020? Yeah, you know, our goals for 2020 is definitely, you know, kind of venture out of the Carolinas like we did a little bit last year and run, 
you know, some of those bigger shows, All-American 400, maybe up north to Oxford, uh, 250, definitely a snowball derby again. But that's mainly our goal is to just kind of try to get some of these marquee wins. And uh, it's going to be really tough, but I think we're uh, we're getting better. And we hopefully can be in contention for some of those races this later on this year. So you're coming off a win at Southern National Motorsports Park, two actually. Um, going into your next event at the Hickory Motor Speedway, March 21st, where, by the way, you won there last August. How much confidence do you have going to Hickory uh, in, what, 10 days' time? Yeah, um, you know, Hickory has been a up-and-down track for me. For a while there, we kind of struggled, and then, uh, you know, as of lately, we kind of really gotten a lot better at that track. So I got a lot of confidence from last year we won, and uh, from the wins early on this year, you know, we're just going in there with full confidence, and uh, I think we can run really good there. Now, you had just celebrated your 21st birthday, correct? Yeah, back now, in uh, February. Oh, boy. Yeah, right? That's what I was thinking. I was like, well, first <laughs> off, happy late birthday for you. We hope that you uh, recovered quickly from that one. Um, yeah. But for being 21, you have a pretty impressive resume. But as we constantly talk about, everyone's still looking for that big break. You've had those super late model races, the championships, the wins have all come. What what are your goals as far as the next step? Are you trying to make the next step into what we call ARCA now? Or um, are you maybe content calling super late model racing home? Yeah, I mean, you know, racing these days is, is tough. You know, it's not just about how you do behind the wheel, you know, interviews and, you know, social media and all that's a big part of it too. And I probably lack in some of those departments. So, you know, we want to move up the ranks, but, you know, it just takes a lot of money these days and, and all that. So, you know, I think, you know, I would like to think if you kept winning a lot and won, you know, championships and races and races, and hopefully, you know, maybe somebody will give us a break and uh, let us try out the next level. But, you know, super late model racing is a lot of fun. You know, you got really, really um, competitive guys and really talented racers and super late models, you know. So I really like doing this and, and um, I'm happy with uh, just being a super late model racer, really. Held off some big guns last week in Trevor Knowles and Stephen Nassi at Southern National. Um, you've never won three in a row, right? Uh, how special would it be for you to win yeah. three in a row at Hickory here in, in next week? Yeah, that's a, that's a goal of mine for sure. You know, I mean, we've won two. I've won two back-to-back probably, I don't know, I've I want to say it four times now, but never got that, that third one. So, you know, I try not to think about it too much to add any extra pressure, but, you know, that would be awesome to get three in a row and kind of check that goal off. And uh, so I think we got, you know, good confidence going into it. So hopefully we can get it done. And one of the things I appreciate about your guys' team and super late model racing as a whole is you guys are a family run team. Your dad is very hands on with your team. Uh, talk to me a little bit about the dynamic of what makes your team and what it takes to get to the racetrack every weekend. Yeah, our team is uh, kind of seems like one of the smaller ones. You know, there's definitely other teams that have a, a guy or two less than us, and there's uh, definitely teams that have, you know, bring 12 guys to the track. But, yeah, it's just really uh, me, uh, my dad, and uh, a guy named Richard. He uh, works for us full-time in the uh, race shop. And so it's just mainly us three all week and then we have a spotter and then sometimes my brother comes out and helps us uh, at the track so really you know we're only doing this on about four or five guys every weekend so it's really a lot of fun because you're really close to everybody you work with and uh, 
it just makes it a little bit tougher at times, and everybody starts getting uh, pretty stressed out at racetracks um, sometimes when those schedules get tight. But uh, it's really a, a lot of fun to race with, you know, your dad and everything. You know, we argue a good bit sometimes, but it's always a lot of fun just to share those uh, times with, your, you know, your dad, and uh, we have a lot of fun. Now, did your dad race as well before you? Yeah, he uh, he tried racing for a while there back in the early 90s. He just did legend cars. He never really uh, moved up into driving a big race car. I was going to say, I know how that goes with my dad racing as well. And when your dad is one of your crew guys, uh, the tempers tend to flare. There's a lot of disagreement yeah. there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. Well, Matt, again, congratulations this past weekend and for the Thanksgiving Classic win. We look forward to watching your success this season and best of luck to you. Okay. Thank you very much. That was Matt Craig, winner this past weekend of the Cars Tour opener at Southern National Motorsports Park. But when we return, we've got your Wheel and Engineering track spotlight and also results from this past weekend. Wheelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. Each and every week we have the opportunity presented by Whelan Engineering to bring you one of NASCAR's short tracks across the country. And this week we have chose to spotlight Adams County Speedway out in Corning, Iowa. It is a half-mile dirt track, the first dirt track that we have of the 2020 season. It was established in 1888 as horse racing began in the 1930s. In 1952, during the county fair, there were hot rods that raced on that dirt track for the first time. But during the 1960s, we saw auto racing grow at the track, taking its toll on the surface, so therefore it was closed and then reopened in 1970. NASCAR sanctioning took over the track in 1984, and coupes and late models were the first classes to run under the NASCAR sanction. By 2004, there were four classes of cars that ran weekly, including late models, street stocks, modifieds, and hobby stocks. In 2008, the season's first five races were canceled due to rain. Can we not relate to that, or can we relate to that right <laughs> now? Um, and not uh, on June 5th, the track was then flooded by six feet of water. Nine days later, due to community volunteers assisting with cleanup, the races were ran. So in 2019, the Wheel and All-American Iowa State champion was Adams County track champion, dirt modified driver, Jesse Dennis, and its 2020 opening night will be April 18th. So hopefully Mother Nature will work with us some there in Adams County. I, I don't wish five races canceled on anyone, but we saw that at sunset, didn't we, last year, Kyle? 
up in Canada? Yeah, to open the season. It took yeah. them till about halfway through June to open their season. I wonder if Kurt Becker ever announced at Adams County. It used to be a horse track years ago, and he's our horse racing guy when he's not with us on the air here at MRN. That will be a follow-up phone call. We will ask Kurt Becker if he remembers any of these lovely 1960 dirt track races because he's probably one of the few on our crew that would. He would be so proud of me for that. Well, that being said, there was also some racing that did get in this weekend. Uh, Mother Nature did give us a little bit of a break across the country for races. And Kyle, you've got some of those results. Yeah, not a lot, but we got a couple. Uh, Hickory Motor Speedway opened its 2020 season uh, with a pair of late model stock races, 40 laps. Ryan Millington won both of them. Charlie Charlie Watson and Matt Piercy came together in the closing laps of race number one, allowing Millington and Thomas Bean to race for the win in what was a photo finish. So a great way for the season to start at the Hickory Motor Speedway in North Carolina. Uh, This coming weekend... A lot of events happening, including at Hickory, the round one of the Paramount Big Ten Kia Challenge for the limited late models. Tucson Speedway opens up with their season opener with super late models, modifieds, pro stocks, and hobby stocks. Irwindale Speedway will open up uh, another season, uh, the track that we always think will never open and for the last six or seven years is on the schedule and will run a full season of NASCAR racing this year, beginning this weekend. And Greenville Pickens Speedway in South Carolina will have a, a practice day for all of their divisions as they are set for their opening night on March 21st. So we're getting closer, especially up here in the Northeast. Uh, it's not snowed here now in about two and a half months, and it was 70 degrees here earlier this week. So uh, I'll take it, a perfect, perfect weather to unlock these racetracks and put some cars out there. And see, it never fails that this week here in the Carolinas, it is rain every single day up until we leave for Atlanta, where it is rain in Atlanta, and it is beautiful oh, in the Carolinas Atlanta. over the weekend, and then it is rain on Sunday when I return. I'm just convinced that, uh, I don't know, Mother Nature must think I need water or something, and I'm over the rain, Kyle. I'm over it. So just don't bring that rain to Texas here in a couple of weeks when yes. we gather down there for the truck race. I will try not to. But uh, the Arca East also back in action this up-and-coming weekend as they head back down to Florida for Pensacola. A strong entry list. Some interesting names have been added to that entry list. Uh, Bubba Pollard filed a late DGR Crosley entry as he'll be racing for them. As you have probably guessed, I am very excited to see Pollard behind the wheel of an Arca car. Oh, absolutely. He adds so much to that field there at Five Flags Speedway, home of the Snowball Derby. Uh, Steven Nassi also added to the entry list here in just the last 24 hours or so. Right now, I think there are 19 or 20 cars. Max McLaughlin will be there for Hattori Racing. Uh, Rev Racing's uh, regular drivers, Chase Cabri and Nick Sanchez will be there. Ty Gibbs for Joe Gibbs Racing. Uh, Mason Diaz for uh, uh, Venturini. GMS, Sam Mayer. And of course, he won the East Opener at New Smyrna and the West Opener at uh, Las Vegas, so he's looking for another win this season. Going to be a great show um, on Saturday night. And you can watch all of that on fanschoice.tv. I'm sorry, on NBC uh, Track Pass now. That's a dollar. That's a dollar. That one, We just have a bunch of these that we need to start dollars. Um, on NBC's Track Pass, you can watch all of that live. Uh, great opportunity to watch that if you were unable to make it. Uh, we will be in Atlanta this up-and-coming weekend for the Truck Series, but should allow us enough time to get an opportunity to watch that. Kyle, you have it off. Do you have any girls' basketball games you need to go watch, or are you going to be able to watch no. this Arca race? <laughs> no, uh, they actually <laughs> just canceled the rest of the winter sports season up here in Connecticut because of, you know what? The unspoken word. Yes. Well, 
Good thing that I'm here in North Concord, North Carolina, and you are up in Connecticut. We uh, will work with that. Well, yep. that being said, again, if you don't have the opportunity to get down to Florida this weekend, you can watch it on NBC Track Pass. We'll have plenty to talk about next week as we get closer to the NASCAR Wood Modified Tour opener and recap this past weekend's action. For NASCAR Coast to Coast, I'm Hannah Newhouse. He's Kyle Rickies. Thanks to our producers, Alexa Henry and Brian Yesowich. And thanks to our guests, Matt Craig and Chandler Smith. We'll see you next week here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. You've been listening to NASCAR Coast to Coast, presented by Whelan. Also brought to you by Hercules Tires. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved.